Welcome to episode 8 of the Max Performance Podcast. Today we'll be having a brief look at training in the gym, uh, the different types of training, and this is in relation to kids. So I'm saying that from up to the age of 18, but we're looking more at the, the early training years. So whether, whether they start with their 11 or 12, or you know, 15, 16, it doesn't matter, looking at the early few years of training. Um, it's a separate argument when people talk about oh, how young is too young to start training, should it be post-puberty, can it be earlier? It, it used to be that people thought it was stunts your growth, uh, there's lots of negatives with it. That's been proven more and more that that is not the case. And you can start really, really young. Because you're not pushing yourself to unsafe limits if you're training properly. You're learning good motor patterns. So actually starting young and getting the technique dialed in um, is massively beneficial. And then then you can gradually add the weights slowly, slowly, but you've got that technique from, from stage one rather than waiting years and years and having to having to start from from scratch when others have already been doing it and then you feel like you're playing catch up, you might be trying to put more weight in the bar than you're ready for, etc. etc. But let's just say say eleven or twelve, thirteen, fourteen that's that's generally when a lot of people start training. Um, and what what they often come to me with is questions around how do I train to get bigger? Try and do bodybuilding splits, bro splits. So if you're not sure what that is, it's uh, you know back and buys, uh, maybe a leg day, chest and tries, shoulders, arms. That's generally the training week they're looking at. There's different ways of doing it, but that's the one. I mean, even if they are bodybuilding, firstly, they're just looking at one leg day a week there, and that's not right. It should be the other way around. If you're going to split your body, you can split it upper and lower. If you're going to split it more than that, why aren't you splitting your lower body as well? You could do anterior and posterior, like push-pull style things, or different patterns, so more horizontal or vertical dominant. Or with the lower body, you normally say knee dominant or, or hip dominant movements. So knee dominant would be things like squats, and hip dominant, you've got your, your RDLs, deadlifts, etc. Um, but generally, they're looking at the bodybuilding splits. The, the main reason we'll focus on here is what's the purpose? So, what's the purpose of the training? The priority, regardless of the age, is to get that technique right. And it's technique you don't know for 99.99% of cases of, of, of people that you're training, you don't know what they're going to end up doing. Are they going to be someone who just goes to the gym for the rest of life three times a week, um, enjoys it, they're doing it for health and benefits associated with that? So you, you're going to want to let, help them learn how to do all these things safely. Or are they going to be a top sports person in whatever sport it is? Or just, not top, but, but take it really seriously and train for that. Now, if they're training for rugby, that would be a different type of training to if they've chosen to do lacrosse. Or they become a skier. You, you just don't know. So you want to expose them to lots of types of training so they can learn all the movement patterns, the different ways, um, different styles of training. So as they get exposed to them as they're older, they know what they're doing. So imagine they leave school, they go to university, or they go to a club after school, and there's going to be a certain style of training there. Now, 
it's often been the case that, that it, it's sink or swim. You go there and they go, this is the training we're doing. If they don't know what they're doing, they're falling behind. If they do, they can just pick it up, get on with it, get the gains that the, the coach is after, and they'll fit right in. That's the aim here. Or they might not have that support and they have to do it themselves. They have to design their own programs. If they've been exposed to anything, they might not understand the different styles of training, but they'll know, well, this worked for me, that worked for me, I'm going to try this. That's another aim of what we're trying to do here. Obviously, if, if they're keen and they're getting in lots, you can, ideally, get them to understand the training process more. We do a little bit of education on why we train in certain ways, different styles of programming, and find what suits them the best. Because it's not all the same. One concept here is they've got this from Power Athlete Radio, the big monkey or little monkey. So big monkeys need loads and loads of volume in general in their training to to get the adaptations that they're after and to, st to stimulate their body to produce those adaptations and small monkeys only need a little bit they, only, they need less reps they can get away with that less training in a week it's not a choice thing it, it's generally how you respond to training and everybody responds differently so it's about exposing athletes to different styles of training different types of training intensities different rep schemes etc um, so they can learn what works for them they can listen to their own body and understand that that's further on in that training process though initially it's just about getting the basics in so squat hinge pull push brace rotate and lunge those are the primal movements that I talked about in an earlier podcast you want to get those basics nailed down can they do all those movements can they progress through them there's lots of continuums out there of, um, so not continuums, but like <clears throat> you've got those seven primal movement patterns and maybe you've got five, six, seven, eight versions of each that they just progress through. As they show competence in level one on a hinge, for example, they move to level two, then level three, they might still be in level one on a squat, so you'll spend more time on that, trying to progress them to level two. It doesn't mean you hold back on the hinge. You're trying to progress them all, they might just progress at different rates. And eventually, you've got down to say it's eight levels in each one eight on all of them that's a lot of exercises they've been exposed to they've learned the, the movements the movement patterns in slightly different ways and they know a lot of exercises and from there they can be exposed to new ones so they go to a new club so we're going to do this one and it's they're all very similar just a slight tweak slight tweak so they should be able to adapt to it very very easily an example the progression would be going from a hinge with a, a, a dowel on their back, so a stick on their back to get the technique, um, <clears throat> to doing a, a an RDL just with a stick or maybe the bar. Then they're going to single leg RDLs, let's say an, an arabesque and not holding any weight, but having their arms pulled back so they've got a big chest. Then adding in a weight in that single leg RDL. Um, and this can go through different stages. Obviously, you can load them up as well. And eventually doing things uh, like boss squats or like single guardrails into step ups, you know, and challenging that hinge pattern in different ways. To circle back around here, though, um, why can't we do this through the bodybuilding splits? Well, you can, but it's not as generally beneficial because we, we're trying to train to be, you know, learn these movement patterns and train that way and more athletically rather than the bodybuilding style 
which by its nature is more towards there's a, there's a lot of stuff towards failure there's a lot of isolated movements in those programs too and we don't need all that um, you know machines can get used a lot they would rather use free weights learn the movement patterns safely machines can be taught very easily um, so when you do do your bodybuilding split your bro split you're training so many days a week and you need to remember there's other things going on in kids lives so yeah there's take training out of it you've got academics you've got other things outside of school um, whether it's social or other commitments they have other clubs but even just with the training that's and the, and the sporting side they should be learning ideally different sports trying different sports out doing stuff like that that's unless their their whole sporting goal is based around the gym um the 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 gym is there to support their sports so and i'd argue that if, if their goal is around the gym at that age they need to be exposed to more sports the gym can wait you do it to try different sports and in the future if you decide they're not for you that's fine you know what you're doing in the gym you progress with that but instead if you're training a bro split sorry if if that's taking so much training time you wanted to go down to maybe say three training sessions a week um in the gym as a kid so they can spend the other days doing their sport more or different sports so if you are doing a bro split or bodybuilding on those three days a week they don't work well you're trying to cram too much into each day and or, or, or you're keeping it as it is but you're only getting through that split every two weeks because you're only training three times a week far better to go full body sessions so every day that week is full body session but you can have different movements in there and that's going to allow for good consistent adaptation and learning off lots of movements over time as I discussed earlier so to sum that up that's just a couple of introductory reasons as to why not to not to go for bodybuilding with kids now there's a space for what you might call little elements of bodybuilding in the programs so let's say you are doing a full body program three times a week um, randomly you're 15 years old training for a couple of years you know different movements and you'd be doing some sort of powerful movement it could be jumps or throws into um, a squat um, a push and a pull a lunge and then that's most of their session they might finish with a bit of a sleeve filler there so you're going push-ups and inverted rows or push-ups and curls something like that max reps three rounds with no rest there just to just to finish off so that's a bit more like hypertrophy training at the end but it's been a full body session they're getting in um a lot of the different primal movement patterns there the other ones will be ticked off on the second or third day of that week's training uh, they're, they're, they're training properly they're training for strength and athleticism there just the power at the start and then you can get a bit more hypertrophy at the end so thanks for listening again these are just initial thoughts it can be a far deeper conversation than this so if you want to talk about it you've got any comments um, just let me know at maxrogers7 on Instagram or uh, you can email me max at max-performance.co.uk I look forward to hearing from you